Hey guys, this is the Dream Alive show. I'm your host, Ash Kumra, co-founder of DreamAlive.com. We're an online global community that helps people discover their dreams, goals, and aspirations. This episode is brought to you by Microsoft BizSpark, which provides technology and community to promising startups and entrepreneurs at no charge, and Trinet, a professional employee organization that provides HR outsourcing services for small business owners. So today's guest is a self-proclaimed hopeless romantic and someone who truly believes that the world is a beautiful place. And she also believes that people are noble and that anything is possible. Sounds too too good to be true? Well, it is. Pam Grout is our guest. She's the author, get this, 16 books. And latest book was a phenomenal book, which I actually personally read, called E-Squared, Nine Do-It-Yourself Energy Experiments to Prove Your Thoughts create your reality. Pam is well-known in various places such as People, Men's Journal, CNN Travel, Huffington Post. And what's really fascinating about her is she is just really all about law of attraction, living your dreams, and doing what you love. Because when you read Pam's bio and you visit her site and read her book, it just seems like she's just talking. It's not like she's being a quote-unquote paid writer or she's on a project or doing an assignment. She's just talking, and it's just so much radiance coming out of her. So I thought, you know what, let's get her on the show and let's have her share her words of wisdom on how to become truly happy. So, Pam, thank you for being on. Yeah, thank you, and what a great compliment. I love the idea that I am truly radiant. That is one of the best things I've heard ever. So thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh, I, I truly mean it. So how did you become such a radiant person, what was your journey like? Well, you know, I think being appreciative and happy is the most important thing. In fact, you know, you talk about the law of attraction. I think the one thing that makes the law of attraction work above all else is to make it fun and to really appreciate and to love it. I mean, I think love is such a powerful force, and so when we love what we're doing, then it can't help but work for us. And so I think my career path is I've always pursued what I love. I love writing. I was one of these kids in second grade that, you know, that read all these books, and I think anybody that reads a lot starts thinking, well, I think I'll write too. So, you know, I started writing little stories when I was in second grade, you know, about Blackie the Bear and Patty the Penguin, and, you know, that was just what I always loved to do. And then I've just continued to pursue that. And, again, even when times might have not looked like it was going to work out, I continued to do what I loved. And now it's just panning out beautifully. In fact, here's kind of a good example about, you know, that happiness and that joy, how it really works. This book that is now, you know, it's been on the bestseller list now for 18 weeks. I just heard from my publicist that it's gone into the 18th week. It's been translated into 33 different languages, and it's really, truly been, an, you know, an international hit. Um, but I wrote that book nine years ago, and it came out as another book. It was called God Doesn't Have Bad Hair Days. And I was just so convinced that was going to be the bestseller. Well, you know, it quickly, you know, died a quick death, went out of print. And so I dusted it up a little bit, you know, a couple of years ago and sold it to Hay House. And, you know, now it has become that international hit that I had intended, you know, nine years ago. But the big difference, and I think the reason that it has become successful now is because my joy channels are just wide open. I mean, I am just grateful every day. I get up every morning. I say, something amazingly awesome is going to happen to me today. And I think as I became happy, as I became, you know, more joyful, I've always been pretty happy, but, I mean, now my joy channels are just, you know, wide open. So 
I really think that's been the difference. And the other thing that's kind of funny, you know, people go, oh, what's your marketing strategy? And you're talking about, oh, I just talk. Well, that's really kind of true. My marketing strategy for this book was I went to the beach on New Year's Eve. Um, um, my sister lives in Savannah, Georgia, so I was on Tybee Beach. And I wrote in big letters with a stick in the sand and said, E-squared will be an international bestseller. I mean, this big, giant letters, you know, and then the ocean came and got it and, and uh, took it out into the world. And that was my marketing strategy. So, so there you have it. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, so yeah. I'm just kind of jumping forward a little. So you're saying that uh, visualizing and doing practices like dream boards is very helpful for you? Yes, definitely. Well, I believe in, you know, setting intentions, you know, deciding what you want. I mean, I believe that um, we get out of the our life whatever we're expecting. And I think what happens is sometimes people set these goals, but then their belief system says, oh, well, I'm not worthy of that, or, oh, I can't do that, or life is hard. And as long as that's your underlying belief system, you're going to get that reality. I mean, literally, I think what happens to it matches our vibration, you know, whatever it is we're, you know, believing and vibrating at, at that level. So I think once we really get it that, you know, that the universe is abundant and that is our right, that is, you know, how it's supposed to be, and that is our true belief system, and that's what's going to happen to us. So, yeah, it's very important to set those intentions. And to, but the biggest intention needs to be that, you know, life is easy, life works. I, I deserve to do what I love to do. So, you know, once that happens, it just all, you know, kind of like a skateboard going down a hill. It's real easy. Okay, okay. Well, that's 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 pretty awesome. Tell me an experience where you first experienced um, law of attraction working in your life, and then you, you just knew, you know what, this is for real. I got to do this. Well, I think I've always kind of known it. You know, you make an intention for something to happen, and then if you really want it, it will happen. Um, I think. The thing that's happened for me, too, is, is being able to let go of it, like set it and forget it, you know, because I think what happens is we start worrying about it and we decide how it's going to happen and all this kind of stuff. Well, as long as we're involved in that process, you know, we're trying to figure it out, well, sadly, we just have kind of a limited amount of information on how that could work. But if you let it go and let the universe take care of it, the universe is all-knowing, all-wise. I mean, the universe can figure it out. So the less we try to get involved in the details, like I always like to say, well, you know, how is not up to me. It's, you know, what. What is up to me and the rest is up to the universe. You know, that's, you know, what's my job? My job is to say, okay, this is what I want. The universe's job is to do everything else, to figure out how it's going to work. I mean, here's a classic example. Everybody thinks, oh, you know, I want to win the lottery. That's how I'm going to become rich or whatever. Well, that's fine, and that could happen, but that is one one way of, you know, having your abundance come to you when the universe has millions and millions of ways to bring abundance to you. So I think the less we handcuff the universe, you know, the less we get involved in that how this is going to happen process, the better it is. I mean, I think it's really important to set the goal you know, to have the vision board and then just to let, you know, let the dots and, you know, let the the universe connect the dots. So, yeah. That's that's awesome. Well, how do you, um, yeah. how do you, how do you, how do you pitch law of attraction to someone, uh, to someone who doesn't believe in it? Well, you know, it's funny. I, I don't know that I even thought of my book as law of attraction specifically. And then, you know, last year I won like my blog won one of the best law of attraction blogs. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm a law of attraction person. Because, I mean, that is exactly what I'm writing about. But I don't know I knew for sure if it was law. You know what I mean? I don't know that I called it that exactly. 
But um, I think one of the best ways to convince skeptics or people, well, well, for one thing, they can try these experiments in my book because, you know, anybody can give up 48 hours, you know, to try it. Even a doubting Thomas says, okay, well, fine, I'll give you 48 hours. So that's kind of a good way, you know, to, to just ask for a little bit and to ask for a baby step. But I think when you couch it in terms of quantum physics, and here is the truth, quantum physics has proven there's this thing called the observer effect. You cannot look at anything. You cannot think of anything. You cannot smell anything, taste anything without influencing it. You know, we're all connected to this big energy field, and how our consciousness is is affecting everything else. So... um, so when you realize that observer effect, that there is, no, there is no absolute truth, it's all a bunch of random probabilities and possibilities, and then basically you decide which ones you want. So I guess when you couch it in terms of science, quantum physics, or even in, these, you know, in this book I have science experiments and I set them up just like you know, real scientists set it up. It's like here's the hypotheses, here's the, here's the framework we're going to try, and then you just see if it works or not. So we're not saying, yes, it's going to work. We're not saying, we just give it a try. That's all. So I think you know, if you just got to open that door a little bit, get people, you know, those Daddy and Thomases, to just, just give it a little try. Give it, give it, a, give it a whirl. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, that's, that's pretty awesome. Um, I, I appreciate that. I definitely agree with you. And it's, it's fascinating how uh, so many walks of life are living and believing in law of attraction. Like, it's actually a, a statement now. Like, people say law of attraction. Uh, do you think um, media like The Secret and latest promotions by the Oprahs of the world help lead to that, or is it something that's just always been popular for a while? Well, I think that's gotten it into the mass consciousness. I mean, I've belonged to – I go to a, a New Thought church. It's a unity church, and these principles – have been discussed in these unity churches for a long time. I'm also a student of the Course in Miracles, and you know the very first principle in there is that you have to get it that your thoughts, you know, create what comes back to you. Your thoughts are very powerful. So these ideas have been out there for a long time, and I'm not sure exactly when they started being called law of attraction, but you know certainly at some point. Now that is, you know, it's in the the general vernacular. I mean, everybody kind of does know what the law of attraction is, and certainly my book is about the law of attraction. Although, like I said, I don't know that I called it that or you know thought of it in in that way until I guess. But you know, it's all the same thing. Just like you know, there's so many names for God. There's so many names for, you know, a lot of different things. But it's 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 the idea that's really what's important. It's not the name that you give it. It's it's the idea, the principle. Yeah. No. I I have no idea how it also became so popular too. In some ways, and I also love how you just live it. And it, you know, I like I like your book. One of the reasons why I liked your book, just on a side note, is because you don't although you don't realize it, you subconsciously talk about law of attraction without actually mentioning the words law of attraction. And that's always the best way to show someone that, hey, this stuff really works. It's a great mindset and that it's simple to do. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if that was intentional. I think it might have been that, you know, when I wrote the book back, you know, eight or nine years ago, maybe that that term hadn't been coined yet, maybe. Because <laughs> like yeah. I said, I wrote this book quite a while ago, so that might be why. Because I, I, by the time it came out, in fact, I, I don't know if the word law of attraction might be in there. I'm not exactly sure. I mean, it's the exact same thing. I just don't know if I was calling it that. And again, I'd have to read my book again just to, <laughs> just to you know, see if that's in there. But it might be. But it's, it's those principles. It's definitely that idea that what you focus on expands. Your thoughts create your reality. Your thoughts go out into the big quantum field. They're vibrating at a certain 
vibration the same as, you know, a radio wave or a television wave, you know, sends things through the ethers and it, you know, goes back like a scat and it brings it back back to you exactly how you send it out. That's amazing. So tell us more about your current book. I mean, we've talked about it so much. So tell us about it. Like how, oh, E-squared? Like what's it? Yeah. Yeah, well, um, it came out January 28th, um, 2013, and it just kind of was a, you know, kind of grew word of mouth until, you know, it has become, you know, really popular. I think, you know, it really appealed to a lot of people. I did, a, you know, a few little interviews, and that created a few people to buy it, and then, I think what happened, Hay House priced it really low, so a lot of people thought, oh, well, I can give it a try. And then because it, it was accessible to a lot of people and people started talking about it and it got a buzz going, and before I knew it, it had just taken off. But, again, I think it's all because of my um, my little message I wrote on the sand. See, that was my vision board, my, uh, my the beach. <laughs> I wrote it on the beach. <laughs> okay. So what is this? tell us more about the book. I mean, someone who's never read it, like, why should they buy it? Who's it for? Okay, yeah. Stuff? Okay, so it has nine spiritual principles or energy principles. Um, they all have fun names, but the real, you know, important principles that I think we all need to get. I think, you know, once you realize that this is the way the universe works, you know, your life is just going to be a lot better. But anyway, so it has these nine principles, and then each one of the nine principles has a, for the most part, 48-hour experiment to check it out to see if it works. And we set up lab reports and everything to see if it works. But some of the principles, and I have kind of funny names for them, like one's called the, the first one. This, this is the one on which everything else rests. It's called the Dude Abides Principle. And basically what it says is there is an invisible energy force or field of infinite possibilities. And then there's a little experiment to see if that is going to be true for you. The second one is the Volkswagen Jetta principle, and that one says that, you know, whatever you focus upon, or no, no, that one's you impact the field and draw from it according to your beliefs and expectations. So, you know, again, you get out of the field what you're expecting. So each one of them, there's just nine principles that, you know, prove, that, that I think are, you know, bedrock principles, and then there's an experiment, and I set it all up, and then people you know, try the experiment, use the lab reports to see if it works for them, to see if it's true in their experience. Because I'm not trying to hit anybody over the head with it and say, oh, you have to believe, which is, I think, what, you know, some people have done with the religion. This is just, this is a fun thing. The whole idea is to have a good time with this. I love it when people start doing this in groups. There have been several Facebook groups that have started. And, like, I have a group here in my hometown, and we get together and we talk about these kind of principles, you know, every week. And we have so much fun. We laugh about it. We laugh about the times it doesn't quite work out the way we thought it would. We, you know, are amazed. We get, you know, support from hearing other people's stories. I think that's what happens a lot. It's like that old four-minute mile story. You know, once the guy broke the four-minute mile, everybody knew that was possible, and then they all could all do it. So I think when you join together in groups like this, you, um, you know, you, gosh, look what happened for her. I bet that could happen for me too. So, so I think that's really powerful. I think that resonance field, you know, creates that by getting together. So anyway, there's nine principles. I can go through them if you want me to. But anyway, each one of them is a different principle, and then there's an experiment to try to try each one. So that's basically the book in a nutshell. That's fantastic. Well, that's sounds, it's a great book. I personally read it, and uh, I guess the follow-up question I ask you is, what's next for you? Well, Hay House came back and wanted me to write 
E cubed, which kind of cracked me up, you know. There will not be an E quadruple or whatever. There's E2, E3. But it, anyway, I'm working on that one now. It's going to come out in about a, a little less than a year. I think it comes out next September. And it has nine more energy experiments. Again, they're law of, law of attraction kind of experiments. But it's all about having more joy and fun and adventure in your life and, you know, following the love, you know, follow your heart and follow the bliss or whatever. So that's you know that's the big uh thing that i encourage people to do okay okay well final question is if you could talk to a younger version of yourself someone who's just getting their feet wet what advice would you give them um well a younger me don't listen to what your mom said about being a computer programmer (laughs) which is exactly what i did i didn't listen to the advice my mom i mean i i knew i liked to write and so that's what i was going to do i wanted to be a writer and um so i always wrote and then i took you know i went I, i was a journalist you know so i went to i worked for a newspaper and um decided I liked to travel. I started traveling and writing about my traveling and found out there's a field called travel writing. I mean, one of the stories I always tell is I knew I loved to travel, but I don't think I knew there was a field called travel writing exactly, but so I traveled and then I loved to write, so I wrote about it. And then I found out that there was actually a field called travel writing, and I think the universe kind of brought that to me because it's like, well, Pam wants to travel. She doesn't have the money to travel, so we're going to have to figure out a way for this to happen. And so they you know, set up this travel writing thing for me or, or whatever. So I think that's, that's just one example of the universe knew better than I did. You know, most people, they think, oh, I want to travel, so okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to save up money, I'm going to work really hard, save up money, then I can go travel. Well, that wasn't the, the path for me. My path was, you know, I'm going to get invited to go travel because I am going to write about it, and then I get to travel for free. So that was my path to, you know, getting to travel and getting to write. And then, you know, so like I've got 16 books and half of them are travel books and half of them are, you know, these kind of books, these inspirational books, uh, you know, books about self, self-fulfillment and human potential and that kind of thing. So those are my two big fields or I guess my two big interests and I've been able to combine both of them and have a pretty fun career. Wow. Well, it sounds like you're, you're doing great stuff and I cannot wait to see your next book and keep in touch and see how you're doing. So thank you so much for being on the show and thank you for making the world a better place. Oh, well, you're very welcome. Thanks for having me on the show. No problem. Have a good day.